you know, this year has been quite challenging and surprising to say the least. Uh, the pandemic has changed so much of our lives and our day-to-day -day interaction. And it also has brought up and surfaced a lot of things that we were able to nicely and neatly bury uh, under normal circumstances. So as a result, so many people are more stressed out today than they have ever been before. Uh, so what I want to look at today, so, you know, how can we approach life's surprises and the stress that it brings in a way that would honor God as believers? And that's what we will focus on today. You know, there are three steps that have really changed how I respond to all these surprises and life stress throughout this pandemic that I want to share with you. And these steps have really come out of my time before the Lord in prayer, out of my devotional life. And a guide that has really helped me is found in Romans chapter 12, a very familiar passage uh, for most of us, I'm sure, verses one and two that I'd like to share with us today. So we'll do a brief uh, exposition of these verses first, and then the latter part of this will be followed by some practical application. So the first step that we need to take to really learn to deepen peace within our lives, even in a pandemic, is the step of surrender. Let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Now, the therefore of this verse points us back to all of the rest of Romans, this wonderful letter from Paul to the Roman church. And he's been teaching them up until now. And all of these chapters in verses one and 11 is culminating now to this point where he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. He's saying that we need to look at life and respond to life in light of God's mercy and grace that surrounds us and sustains us. Because all of life is grace. All of life is gift. All of life is mercy for all who are in Christ. We give to God all of our lives in surrender because of his saving grace to us through Jesus Christ. That is the great exchange that happened at the cross. By the mercies of God, he says to present your bodies, meaning all of your life, as a living sacrifice. And we are to God a living sacrifice, not a dead one, because the death of Christ was enough. The death of a sacrifice is no longer needed because of the perfect sacrifice of the Lamb of God in Christ who takes away the sins of the world. So for all of life, for all of eternity, the death of Christ was enough to satisfy God's law and his requirement for sin. So we don't have to die anymore. And that is good news that we don't have to be a death sacrifice for our sins anymore. That is good news because Christ became the perfect death sacrifice on our behalf. Whoever believes in me will live even though he dies is what Jesus declares to us in John eleven twenty five, 25. And so we gladly 
surrender all to him. So here I am, God. In light of your mercy and grace that has saved me forever, here I am. I surrender this day. I surrender my life to you. So it's important to begin with surrender. And that is an incredible, important step that does release peace from all the burdens that we carry in our lives. The next step that we need to take in prayer to really deepen peace within our lives is the step of trust. Again, let's look at Romans 12, 1. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Then he says, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So we offer up ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Now, I don't know about you, but on my own, I don't usually feel very holy or acceptable to God. And that is because on my own, I cannot be holy and acceptable before God. Jesus makes us holy and acceptable to God. And the only way that we become holy acceptable is through faith in him. So as we trust him, we are changed by him. That is faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 reminds us. But also, if you want to flip that a little bit, with faith, we delight his heart. He is delighted by the heart that trusts in him. Even when life does not make sense, even when the circumstances of life and this world seem so chaotic and so out of control, a heart that says, God, I don't understand this chaos. I don't understand this world that seems like it's falling out of place and out of joint, but I trust you. I trust in you. And that delights his heart. And so a life of faith is a life that is learning to trust Jesus in every circumstance. A life of faith is a life that is learning to trust Jesus through every trial, through every season of suffering, through every surprise, through every pain, through every pandemic. It is learning to trust him even when we cannot fully understand it all. So for our hearts to say, Jesus, I trust you in this and I trust you that I am righteous and good in you. And Jesus, I trust that you are righteous and good in all that you bring into my life. That is faith. And that is spiritual worship before God. A life that is surrendered. Say, God, here I am before you. And I trust you. That becomes a fragrant offering of worship before God. So to really deepen peace in this crazy season of pandemic and chaos that we are in, we really need to begin these steps of saying, God, I surrender to you. God, I trust you. And a third important step to take to really deepen peace is the step of honor. We want to take action in our lives, steps that will honor him. So after we move from surrender and trust, 
We want to ask, how can I bring honor and glory to God by my reaction, by my response, by my next steps of action? How can I bring honor to God in the midst of the surprise that I've just encountered? So, you know, these first two steps are really about the matter of the heart. Am I truly surrendered to God in my heart? Do I truly trust God in my heart? And then this next third step is about how will we now live and respond in light of this surrender and faith in Christ? It's about taking steps that bring honor and glory to him. So now let's look at verse two of Romans chapter 12. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. God's mercy and grace changes the way we think and it changes how we live in light of that. You see, we don't think act, respond, worry, or stress like the rest of the world that does not know Christ. We don't react like the world that does not have a savior who is sovereignly in control over all the world. We live and respond from a place of faith and surrender to God. Surrender, trust, and honor. These steps each day will transform your life and increase peace as you trust the Prince of Peace. So what does this look like practically throughout our days? And this is something that I go through and practice every day. In the morning, as you get up, I begin by praying, God, I surrender this day to you. I surrender these anxieties, everything that is a burden on your heart. God, I surrender the start of school to you. I surrender this Greek that I'm not sure I'll understand. I surrender all of these things. I surrender to you. And you keep surrendering it until you begin to experience more peace instead of anxiety. What is the promise of God in Philippians? that learn to pray about everything. Give God all of your concerns, all your anxiety to him with thanksgiving. And then what the peace of God will transcend your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So he says, he teaches us not to worry, but to pray. Are you anxious? Pray, cover that, soak that in prayer until the peace of God is released in your life. So I begin each day like that. God, I surrender, surrender all these things. And I notice that after I surrender one thing, I might be at peace, but then later other anxieties begin to build up. And so I learn to give that up before the Lord as well. And the next step is trust. After you surrender this day, surrender all the worries and concerns of your life before the Lord, you trust that into the hands of God. God, I trust you with this situation. I trust you with this day. I trust you with this semester that you are good. You are sovereign. You are in control and your hand upholds my life and all that will come my way today. And then I ask God, that's your third step. God, I want to honor you today. Help me to honor you as I listen in class, as I do my work, as I take care of my family, as I do my homework, all of these things, God, help me as I've surrendered it to you, as I trust you through it, help me to honor you in my approach to what you bring into my life today.
And then throughout the day, I do the same thing. When surprises come, I just last week, I had a flat tire. And then instead of, you know, natural instincts, stress, anxiety, but again, practicing, God, I surrender this to you. I trust you in your sovereignty and help me to honor you in the next steps. And then you do what you have to do with a heart of faith. When surprising news from a doctor comes, when a change in plans happens in your life, in your family, in your school, God, I surrender, I trust. Help me to honor you. When relationships get hard, when we need to forgive, when we have regrets, God, I surrender this relationship to you. God, I trust you during these difficult times. Help me to take these next steps to honor you. Be it be to make peace. Maybe it means to forgive. Maybe it means to reconcile whatever those steps would be. God, what are the steps of honor that I need to take as I trust you through this? And even at night, I do it again. Before I go to sleep, God, I surrender this day to you. Thank you for your grace that sustained me today. I trust you with all the worries and concerns that I had today and that I will have tomorrow. I trust you and I want to honor you even as I sleep today. It is a life of trust with every twist and turn. It is a life of surrender through every surprise, through every suffering. It is a life of hope through every hardship. That is a life of faith. That is a life that delights the heart of God. So Biola family, in the season of surprises, in the season of stress, let's be committed to bless the Lord by taking steps to surrender all of life, all that comes to us this semester and throughout the remainder of our lives. Give it to God, trust in him and take steps that would honor him. Let's pray. Father, this year has been filled with so many surprises and life tomorrow will also be filled with so many uncertainties. But one thing is certain that you are good. You are sovereign. You are in control. And for all who trust in you, you will work out all things for our good and for your glory. So Lord, I want to speak a blessing to over the Biola family today. Would you release peace? I want to speak forth your peace into their hearts today. And God, instead of carrying their burdens heavily on their own, let us answer your call, the invitation of Jesus to come to me all who are weary and burdened so that we will find rest in you. So Lord, I speak forth wisdom into the Biola family this year and for the rest of our lives. The wisdom from your word that will give everything back to you that will trust you in everything and that will seek to filter our steps by asking what will honor and glorify you. So God, let us walk in faith and walk in wisdom as we keep our eyes on you. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. 
And now we're going to get a chance to look a little deeper into this message and some ways that we can even apply it to our own lives. So thank you, Dr. Bian, for your message. Uh, Romans 12 was actually one of the first passages of scripture I memorized when I became a Christian in college, which was a few years ago. Um, but it's such a powerful passage. And I know that I go back to it often. And I'm so grateful to have you unpack that for us today. But I can also imagine some questions um, that might come up. And I just think if I were a student sitting across from you during office hours, um, I might wonder how can I integrate this into my daily life? What suggestions might you have just to how to put this practice into more of a daily practice? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And it is something that I've also had to learn how to integrate more fully into my life and to move beyond, I think, what a lot of uh, us grew up with as thinking our time with God or our quiet time is kind mm -hmm. of you know, a certain portion or several minutes in the morning, and then you just kind of move on and do whatever you want throughout the day. And so that's why um, two things that I've kind of learned this uh, lifestyle, I'd like to call it more from is obviously scripture. We see it in Daniel as well, how he would pray three times a day. And uh, Jay Packer, he actually was one of my professors when I was in seminary. Wow. And um, the way that he approached this also, he would pray through throughout the day, um, the book of common prayer, and I know Peter Scazzaro, he has his version of that too, where uh, to be intentional about sandwiching your days in prayer and in many ways of this type of surrender of in the morning, which might be your traditional quiet time to have this time to really pause before the Lord and give God your day, your anxieties, your schedule, just pray through it and surrender to him. And then the, no, the next natural step, maybe is just begin integrating it at night, you know, before you go to sleep. And then for a student, especially uh, figure out whether it's going to be before lunch or during lunchtime or during that midday time to uh, see how am I responding to the stresses or the pressures of today. And then to go through this, to really, as I kind of mentioned, to say, God, I, I want to surrender the situation to you. I, I want to trust you through this. Mm -hmm. And I want to honor you with how I respond to this or the next steps that I take. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, because a student's days are scheduled so uh, practically by the hour because of class, things like that. Um, and I think that's how it is for everybody. We schedule in our days, what's important to us. Mm -hmm. And I've begun to do that to really schedule in these things throughout my day. And I have noticed a difference in terms of how I'm able to deal with things more um, peaceably and respond things, not out of a place of frustration or anger or angst, but really out of a place of peace and faith. Mm -hmm. And I think for students, if they can begin even scheduling, scheduling again, begin with just five, 10 minutes, schedule it into your daily schedules of, I want this time to really pause before the Lord and surrender my life and this moment before the Lord. And then that becomes more and more of a habit. And I've, again, I've integrated this so much so that when the flat tires of my life happen, mm -hmm. I can pause for a moment where normally I'd be really anxious or stressed out and give this to God. And then I'm able to come from a place of centeredness instead of a place of chaos. Sure. So you mentioned the flat tire. Has there been something else, especially during this difficult time that you have found difficult to surrender and how do you approach it? I think it's been everything. <laughs> 
everything it's these true, past few right? months. You know, a few months before I moved to Southern California to teach at Talbot, um, yeah, I, I was here just for a few months living in our temporary apartment, thinking it'd only be temporary. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit, the shutdown happened. And so literally my whole life has been stress, you know, or surprises. And so I've really had to do everything in terms of even the desire to be in a house or a different home where my son can play a little more freely. We've been really in a very small apartment that we thought would be just for a temporary period, but <laughs> I've had to give that to God and say, God, I surrender this to you. I want to trust that this is in your sovereignty, even though we don't have a lot of places to go in our small apartment. And how can I honor God to you know, still find creative ways to play with my son in our apartment, but also to go outside and find other parks to really try to be a good dad to him and to mm -hmm. be a good husband to my wife, find, uh, you know, secluded places where we can have a breath of fresh air as we walk in creation. And so everything has been in some degrees, that type of surrender. And mm -hmm. so that's really where this message came out of, because I've no, I noticed that when I would pray, I noticed so much anxiety in my heart mm -hmm. and I needed to release that anxiety and to practice, uh, you know, Philippians where, uh, to don't be, to not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and position with Thanksgiving, to present your request to God and the peace of God. And so I had to really begin practicing that literally every day in almost every circumstance. We talked earlier during the break about going to the grocery store, the anxiety that came from that during a period where nothing was on the shelves. And I realized, you know, this isn't how a follower of Christ needs to be responding to the surprises and stresses in life. And that's where this practice really started to be more heightened in my life. And I needed it more in my life because I realized there was more stress in my life. Right. So you talk about surrender a lot, which seems like it's an attitude of the heart, but how do you practically know when you've done it? I mean, is it just because I say I surrender? How do you know you've gotten there? Yeah. You know, that's a great question. And for a lot of difficulties and challenges in our lives that we do need to surrender, um, I think it's very similar to grief in that they come in waves in our lives, that there are seasons where grief and things that we have to surrender to God become a time of heightened anxiety. And I think we do need to surrender to God. And I think two ways, especially for the question in response to the question that you asked, how can we tell that we've really given it to God mm -hmm. is definitely, did we pray to God? But I think two signs would be, um, how much anxiety does this bring me when I think about it? Mm -hmm. And secondly, it would be how much control am I trying to exude this issue in my life? You know, so anxiety and control. So I, I want to ask myself, for example, like our house hunting situation, you know, I can't say I, I gave it to God. Uh, but then, you know, is there still anxiety when I think about it? then maybe I need to, again, like a wave, this is another wave of anxiety that I need to spend more concentrated time of giving this and surrender to God. And then a second way would be how much control am I trying to manifest in my life of trying to control all the circumstances and the situation in this. And I think those will be two signs that shows me maybe I need to spend some more time of really giving it to God. And when that anxiety really, you know, uh, disappears, and when 
instead of me being controlled to me, to really know in my heart that I, I've really placed this into God's hands, knowing that he is in control, then I know that, you know, I've really given it to him. But I, again, it may come again, another wave next week, you know, when the new listings of homes comes mm-hmm. out and I'm there again, you know, I really have to examine my heart. Have I really trusted God with this? And then maybe it's a time to really give it to surrender again. Mm-hmm. So this is a very ongoing um, process. It's not something that we just achieve once and we're done and we can say, okay, good. Now I've surrendered trust and honored and, and put it away. Exactly. I go through this every day and I go through this several times a day. And yeah, this is why I really felt the need to share this message. Um, because this is something that I've noticed. It has made a stark difference in the stress level of my life. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, doing it at least three times a day. Again, not to be legalistic, but that's how Mm -hmm. it's helped me reduce stress and increase peace of really and learning how to make this, again, a lifestyle of prayer. You know, when Paul also tells us to pray always, what does that mean? It's not being on your knees 24 seven, but living a life throughout your day of surrender of trust and honor of -hmm. what that looks like. And I can testify that as I do this throughout my days, this really has helped me not only increase my, uh, the breathing element of prayer of letting prayer almost be like breathing throughout my days, Mm -hmm. but also allowing me to notice, um, how much I do grow anxious, even after I pray, you know, because what I've noticed um, is I'll, in the mornings I'll pray. And again, I'll pray throughout my day, pray through all these anxieties and I release them, surrender it, trust to God. And I notice a peace come over me. And then later when I move on to a different topic to pray for, I notice the anxiety came back. Mm-hmm. And so I realized, you know what? I need to give this to God too. And so it is something that has practically really helped me during this pandemic. And I wanted to offer it as as a possible tool that could hopefully help other people too. Well, we're really grateful that you did. Um, Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, taking your time with us today.